0: everyone, welcome to Christian Vision. This is Aaron Bowman, and I'm sure you noticed it is Tuesday, not Monday, and it's closer to at night than 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that was my fault because it just got a really busy week and f- figuring some things out, and also it kind of just got Monday during the day and then night, and I'm just going to be honest, I just didn't feel like posting one. Uh, I know that's something you should not do when you're trying to start a podcast, but I did it. So, but with that, I am still posting this week uh, on Tuesday. Next time I am still going to try to get it on Monday. I do apologize for that. And this is the second week we talked to Josh Brewer about the scripture he had, and it is now my turn to talk about what we discussed and continuing our conversation I know you're going to enjoy it, I enjoyed it, and I really hope that you really do enjoy it. If you did not see the first interview, I recommend doing that, which is posted on Christian Vision. It's on my website, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, and a whole bunch of other podcasts that I'm not sure of. Uh, Otherwise, thank you for listening. Here is Christian Vision. Thank you for joining us. This is Christian Vision and just a little secret to you guys Um, When I have a guest I actually record two episodes at once Um, And I'm actually doing the first time since I'm actually here in person Um, if you haven't figured sometimes It's over Skype or FaceTime or just over the phone haven't done the phone yet even though FaceTime is technically over the phone sometimes Um, but we are actually in person person so I'm trying to record, see how things go. Maybe I'll do behind scenes, maybe, um, so you can see that we're actually here talking, or I am right now. Um, but yeah, last week was a great week, uh, episode. Um, I sh- hope you check it out. I hope you listen to it. And this week, we are back with Josh Brewer. Say hi, Josh.
1: What's up? I'm excited to be here. You
0: had to be that guy. I said, That's hi. right. Say hi, and you say, what's up? Got to do what's oh, different. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That he technically is a millennial, even though I am one too. Um, you're, but you're an old millennial, Josh. Am uh, I? Yep, even though technically I'm a month older. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. But, yeah, this is a great week because we are going to go back to Galatians 2.20, but I have a different perspective where you talked about, we talked about faith a lot, and it was awesome, it was great, kind of why it was huge on um, to you, why that scripture uh, meant a lot to you and how it can impact others, and just even dealing a little bit with fear. We talked a little bit about fear. Um, We talked Mm -hmm. about Thomas. We we talked about a lot of stuff in there. Um, But that's the point of the podcast. This isn't a sermon where we're going to do one bit, one this. It is a discussion. Mm -hmm. But it was an awesome week, Uh, awesome discussion. I loved it. Check it out if you haven't. And this week, I actually want to talk about justified by law. Or law and faith because if you read the section in there um, if you go it talks about law hmm I don't know if you knew that Josh um, it does, I know yeah. you're an evangelist and you only <laughs> read one or two scriptures <laughs> I say that but you probably read the Bible more than me you're you're better oh, I don't at that know about me. that but um you're better at that than me um, uh, I think I used to see you post all the time you and your wife read this read this read this <laughs> Um, your Bible's like a rainbow. It has all these highlights. <laughs> I, I have one highlight. You have, like, so many different colors. It's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you pre-bought it that way. That's right.
1: You gotta look good.
0: Yeah, you know, You gotta look like you use your Bible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, all kidding inside. Uh, Josh is, he, we joke, I joke with him, but mm-hmm. even though he... You're you don't have a master's degree. You have such insight, and so there. I am actually being serious. So I am really being serious. He's laughing, and um, think I'm joking. He does have insight, and he challenges. Oh, well, thank you. He, <laughs> that, that, that
1: means a lot coming from you.
0: Um, uh, it really does it. You just think it does. <laughs> no, man, anyway, you're. Yeah. Um,
1: that but means a lot.
0: You challenge me. You give insight. Um, I hope I challenge you sometimes. Um, sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but. I actually hope today challenges a little bit because we are talking about law and faith because mm-hmm. that is kind of mentioned yep. in here. And, well, I'll even read why I'm going. I'm not just going by verse 20. I'm actually going through, I believe it was 15 through 21. And it's justified by faith. Mm-hmm. We are ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified. And this is why I want to talk about this. Because not recently, but in the past, people have made the comment, I follow Jesus, not the Old Testament God. Because Mm -hmm. the Old Testament's about law and that's impossible. But Jesus made it possible in there. And I actually want to talk about that a little bit. Because I think we have a perspective that the law is not important anymore. Do you, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't say this in there. That kind of puts you on the spot. But do you see that challenge or have heard about that challenge where people just think law is not important?
1: Yes. Anymore? Yeah, I think uh, I think people need to get back to reading the Bible, uh, for one. Um and Jesus did not come, he, he says it in scripture, he said, I didn't come to forego the law, but I came to fulfill the law, and I I love that passage, I love that Jesus clarified that and in scripture. I actually wrote
0: that down, kind of yeah. on there, because um, my version says Jesus didn't abolish, but he fulfilled, and that's yep. actually in Matthew five seventeen. Yep. in there, but yeah.
1: And I think we're in a time now, uh, and I don't really get too caught up in this being the end times or not, but I know that there are a few things that that would signify that maybe we are in the end times. One being, it says in scripture that in the end times, everyone will become lovers of self. Well, now it's become the cultural norm where everybody has a page on social media talking about themselves. And so that makes me a little bit worried. But that also it says, hey, times. I talk times, about my daughter, too. That's okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that also it says in the end times, and we talked about this in the last podcast, uh, was that, in the end times, people will call evil good and good evil. Um, well, that's straightened out. The more and more you read the law, the more that's that's evened out. And it, and it clarifies all of that. And the law is not meant to be just this um, list of do's and don'ts. Um, the law is really meant out of love for us that Jesus loves us so much um, that he gave us these this list of of do's and don'ts so that we can have the best possible life. So many times people say like, well, we're not allowed to do this as Christians. We're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. It's like, well, but but that's out of love because Jesus wants the best that we, that we of this life that he has for us. Uh, and when we leave it up to our own decisions and our own vices, uh, we can make a mess out of life. And so uh, the law is important. Um... Jesus came to fulfill the law, and Jesus came to add salvation in a way in which we can have salvation uh, through the law.
0: Um, and I want to clarify this, too. like People don't realize, because we live in a generation where we don't like um, people telling us what to do, especially in millennial, and I joke in there, but sometimes I even struggle with it. It's like, I'm, a, I'm my own person. You don't tell me what to do, and there, um, and all that's all that stuff Mm -hmm. and i can make more jokes but i'm not going to um (laughs) because i need to be a little careful um (laughs) but uh what we don't realize is when god gave the law they were excited about it they Mm -hmm. loved it because this was the point of the law at least how i seen it and everything the law wasn't how we picture god well i am telling you you have to act this way this way this way this way the law was about righteousness Mm -hmm. it's justification is that righteousness Being righteous and people were like, well, God, how do we be righteous? We want to be righteous. We want to be with you. Well, this is the law. This is what makes me righteous is these laws. If you do these things or the opposite of these things, I should say, that I tell you, you're not righteous. And that's the idea of sin. It's not because I don't want you to have fun. I don't because if you want to be with me, if you want to live and be one of my people, you have to be righteous. Mm-hmm. And you can even look. Yep. Um, we might get that again like last episode, guys, but we're just going to keep going. I'll unplug the mic and plug it back in. But we're getting a lot of stack for some reason. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. But hey, that just means it's a more awesome episode. That's uh, right? right? Um, I think a lot of pastors would say in there, I kind of say this jokingly, it could be serious, but it, it's the whole, well, something's trying to get us not to do it yeah. in there. Well, if you notice I do like to joke around. So if we don't do it, i I'm pretty sure uh-huh. <laughs> in there, but still, we just we just go on, we just mess, we just keep going. So, but I want to talk about how was I was mentioning that. Just even looking at law, now there's tons Mm -hmm. of law if you look at Leviticus and um, Deuteronomy, but let's just focus on the most popular laws. Do you know Mm -hmm. the most popular laws, Josh, not to put you on the spot?
1: I know one or two of them.
0: Yeah? (laughs) Do you you know the kind of
1: overall? My dad used to hold it against me. Um, He was... uh, he didn't read scripture, uh, some of you guys know my past and my family, but uh, but the one verse he did know is honor your parents, honor yep. your mother and father, and so he used to use that all the that's time. That's part of
0: the Ten Commandments.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: yes, I think all parents do, and I can't wait to use that to my daughter yeah. <laughs> in there. Um, but yes, the Ten Commandments, let's think about that. Now mm-hmm. obviously some of them are like, well, duh. In there. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna even read them to you because I am so smart and I have these memorized. Yes, I do. I have them memorized <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in there. Um t- but the Ten Commandments, you should not have no other God. Pretty yep. much no worshiping. It's like, yep. okay, and there, go in there. You got don't use God in vain. Honor the Sabbath. Honor father and mother. Um, I just wrote kill. I mean I get wrote kill, I memorized kill, but it's do not kill, <laughs> do not commit adultery, do not steal. Don't bear false witness. Um, don't covenant with the neighbor's wife. And then don't covenant with neighbor goods. Yep. In there. That's the Ten Commandments. But let's let's think about that, the idea of righteousness. And why we could say, why, once you follow these, it shows righteousness. Mm-hmm. Now you can argue that some, if on your certain belief and everything like this, this is a Christian show. God is above all. So yep. if you're listening and you don't believe, well, none of this. Um, and you're going to be stern. Well, sad to say, I'll just be honest. This might not be a show for you. We believe God is above all in Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ, you're not saved. You're not. And you'll get that message. No other gods. It's like, now I'm not saying we're going to worship Zeus and Hercules, even though I was a big fan. I loved Greek mythology. Um, About the same time that I stopped believing in Santa, three years later, I realized Zeus wasn't real. Um, (laughs) There might have been the other way around. Um, But... We're not saying that, but how many mm-hmm. times do we look at for money more than church? Yep. Um, I'm not even saying the blame. Like I know organizations where, and this is a challenging, yes, I understand sometimes we'll work at places that they make us work. I want to challenge how many places, well, we need to make this much money, so we're mm-hmm. going to force our employees to work here. Yeah, That shouldn't be on the people because they're forced. You're, as a leader, how many times we do that, yes, we need to make money, but you're putting that above God. Mm-hmm. And there. But even living in today's world and everything um or we could even say the sabbath uh don't use God in vain um and there honor father and mother go on all of these and there bearing false witness uh how many times do and I'm guilty too. I'm not going to there even recently unintentionally. How many times do we allow fear come yep. to us? It's, and my point is, is that righteousness. We're going to fall short on righteousness. And mm-hmm. the law shows us what it means to be righteous. And that's the idea that we hear, and I think this is why it's important, because in verse 19 of Galatians, Galatians 2.19, Paul says, For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live to God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, to me, he's not saying God's law leads to death that's not what the law leads to death what leads to death is the sin that makes us so we can't follow the law because mm-hmm. that's what leads us to death and it isn't even the death in this world it's the death of not being in everlasting not being with god and there so i think that's the idea where we realize in that justification by the law yep we got to understand what justification is Yeah. Um, in other words, how I interpret or how I understand is, hey, I'm justified by doing this because even though I might have hurt this person, I re- yep. I'm i going to use this example in there. And this is not a real example. This is made up in there. But I have kind of seen different versions of this. Well, we could reach that two or three people. And yeah. this is challenging. It's challenging for me. But if we go here, we can read thousands and, like, even though we might feel pushed to this, yes, we can reach three or four. But if we go here, we reach this, mm-hmm. and it's that huge talk of we, yeah. we, we.
1: Right, and you can't you can't have one without the other. You can't. Uh, uh, you can live uh, to a T, which it's impossible. But people can say, "Well, I followed all of these. I've done all these Ten Commandments." Um, Which is impossible. Impossible. Everyone will fail uh, at one point or another. And if you failed on one, you might as well have failed on all of them. Uh, But you can say, "Well, I've lived. I've lived all of these. I've done all these things." Um, You still will not have salvation if you exclude Jesus from this. Uh, And at the same time. You can't say you're a follower of Jesus and exclude the law and, and go ahead and break the Ten Commandments using Jesus as an excuse or a crutch. That's not who Jesus is. Um, so you can't have salvation and ignore the law. And you can't live um, according to the law uh, and exclude Jesus from that as well. It's got to be both of these things. That's what I think what Jesus meant when he said, I came to fulfill the law. Uh, he laid that out quite quite clearly for us.
0: Well, and I think reading, that I think, I can't remember if it was John um, or uh, Matthew, but I was kind of going on there, and Jesus even states, and you might even be able to correct me, Josh, or tell me the verse in there, um, is he even says, I didn't come here to judge, but he did say, but I can,
1: mm-hmm. if
0: you want me to, because I am with the Father. Yep. I, If I judge, it will be just
1: mm-hmm. in there. So
0: he doesn't say that, oh, I didn't come here to judge, guys, so don't so hey guys, so I just I I'm just here to give flowers mm-hmm. and this and there. No, he flat out said I didn't come here to judge, but if I did, yeah. Yeah. it will be just. Mm-hmm. And there, like he is on, like you said, Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. Yet right. we sometimes a lot of people I've met um, have that. Well, I I don't want to follow the yeah. uh, the Old Testament God. It's or it's he is the same God. Yeah. There's one God,
1: in there. Yeah, and I love how Jesus put it when he said, "Those who have ears to hear and eyes to see." To someone who doesn't have ears to hear and eyes to see, Jesus was the most uh, um, uh, uh, insulting character in all of Mm -hmm. history. If you didn't have the eyes, if you do and you understand these things, you saw this. You see this out of love. If you don't. Um, you see Jesus is rather someone very, very different. And uh, so I would encourage those, the more that we pursue Jesus, the more he opens up our eyes and our ears to hear and understand the truth. Uh, if we don't have ears to hear and eyes to see, uh, then we do just put down these laws as uh, a list of do's and don'ts, and not out of love, but a list of do's and don'ts out of an angry God when that's not who he is and that's not who Jesus is.
0: Yeah. Well, then going back to the, we are required to die that Paul said, or no, I said, I wrote that. Sorry. I wrote the wrong note. That, that is not scripture. He doesn't say we are required to die. I, I, he did not say that. I have been crucified. I have been crucified or going on there. I read, I wrote my note. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he said that I, um, I better read it.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't that be amazing, though? As speaking from an evangelist, with with going off of Paul's lead when he said, "I have been crucified with Christ," maybe that should be some of our altar calls nowadays. Is I want to invite you to be crucified. I got long nails, guys. I have long nails. And then see who's willing to really follow this Jesus, because Um. ultimately that's what Jesus meant when he said, man, they, they don't like me, so they're certainly not going to like hey, you. Hey, guys. Who's he going to sign up to be part of the club <laughs> we now? We don't
0: have the right stuff, but we have barbed wire. We made a lot of crowns with that. So come on, guys. <laughs> um, now, we say that, but we're pretty sure Jesus doesn't want us to do that. Yeah. That's not the point. And he even says in there, um, I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through law, then Christ died for no purpose. This is the idea, because I think this can be interpreted as what we are saying, is, well, then the law is pointless, and we just need Jesus, and that's the point. No, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is, if you're just trying to be saved through the law, you're always going to fall short, because it's, you're, it's because of your sin, the sin of the world, and just being human. Yep. What Christ does is, because there's been... In, if you read the Old Testament, if you look and do it, yes, it is possible, but there was so much sacrifice, so much mm-hmm. this where that's not how it's supposed to be, and it was never perfect. And let's be honest, the people that made it, they went through a lot, and it mm-hmm. was the chosen people in there. Gentiles were considered not chosen yep. in there. It wasn't. This is what Christ does. That level that we cannot reach, that part where we cannot get to, that... The law needs us to be to be with God Christ gets us there mm-hmm. he is the justification where we sit there and it's like well I'm justified because even though I stole this one brownie in there, Yes, the big fat guy said brownie. In there. Um, I'm sorry, Josh. Muscle milk, because we're all about health. (laughs) Five dollar, six ounce milk that makes you buff. Um, (laughs) um, I think what was the joke? That you're even more buffer than Jeremy Camp. I think I heard someone say that. You have more muscles than him. Um, (laughs) In there. Uh, But it's that... Well, I may have hurt this one person, but I helped ten people, so it's okay. It's like the subway. I had the old subway commercial. I don't know if you remember it. It's okay. I had subway this morning. (laughs) It's okay. I had subway. It's not okay because, for God, it's not just partial holiness. Mm -hmm. If you want to say it's not even, it's not holiness. But if you want to say partial, it's not partial righteousness. It's not. It's all. It's all. Yep. you have to be fully righteous because God is fully righteous. Yep. If you want to be presence of fullness, you have to be fullness. Mm-hmm. It's kind of thinking of even this with juice. They always say, unless it says 100% juice, it's not healthy. It's like, well, it's 80%, it's still not healthy. It's there. It's, that, mm-hmm. it's kind of that same perspective. I know I use a lot of food analogies. They're easy, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're <Yep>. easy. <laughs> Um, but it's just that perspective, it's not mm-hmm. all righteous, or it is all righteous, it's not partial righteous, it's not, well, we're almost there, we're almost there, uh, kind of using an old, not to use, to use, <laughs> um, we'll see how that sounds, <laughs> in there, to use, uh, a movie that's obviously not Christian, but the original Fast and the Furious. It says it doesn't matter if you win by thirty se- uh, one mile or a thousand. He didn't say it that way. But, you know, just that mindset. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the opposite in that mindset where you have to be full on righteous. You have to be full on righteous to meet me. And it's impossible for you to be there. But Jesus fulfills yeah. that. That impossible part, that Jesus fulfills that. Yep. because he was pure righteous, and he died for us. And mm-hmm. I actually want to give another perspective I even thought of, and it's not necessarily in here, but I thought of it, and I thought it was really good in there, is a lot of the fear is there's a lot of fear of death in there. Mm-hmm. It's that idea of there is fear of death, especially in today's moment, where we're living in today, in there with the virus, and yeah. even just not virus, there's a lot of fears, there. Yeah. there is. And death, death or emptiness is a huge fear. I don't know if you yep. agree with that, Josh.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, yes, I do agree with that. People are afraid of death, even, um, you know, within many different groups and, and uh, within people of all walks of life. Everybody's so afraid to die. Uh, but I wonder, you know, at, at times I often ask myself, like, should we be so afraid of that? Um and, and I'm not sure we should be because, uh, you know, we get to live here on this earth for such a short time and then we get to spend eternity with God. Mm-hmm. And so death is not something that we should fear if we have salvation. If we truly know Jesus and we're walking with Jesus through this life, um, then then we don't have any fear in death.
0: Um, well, and I, I even had a different thought on death. Like, death is scary. It, it really is. But God says many times, many times, fear me, fear me, and we have that Mm. interpretation of, especially if you come from any abusive family, if you could honestly read that as an abusive father, you better fear me. People say that, I'm going to put the fear of God in you. That's not Mm. what God was talking about. The idea is is, um, having that faith or trusting something Mm. more than what this may, may or could bring and mm-hmm. what i want to do that is because and it's a
1: different kind of fear it's, it, it's out of respect for respect. what what god can do what mm-hmm. he's capable of because he is he is a wrathful jealous god but he's also a loving merciful gracious god and he says if you oppose me Um, I will deny you to your face. I mean, that's a very bold thing that God says. But at the same time, he says in Revelation, if you endure till the end, Mm -hmm. you will also reign with me. So people like to take the good side of God, uh, but they don't like to see this other side of God, which there's not a bad side to God. When we're walking with him, when we're walking in faith, and when we're walking with salvation in Jesus, there is no bad side to God because even the wrathful side of God is His protection and His, his covering over us. And He will oppose our enemies um, so that we don't have to. You know, He will fight for us so that we don't have to fight for ourselves.
0: Well, and this is the beauty in this is where I was kind of going and everything is that death that a lot of people fear, all the death from the sin, from that, from that interpretation was put on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus died let's he did die but what was amazing is that fear that was put on there that death that there and i think you can kind of see where i'm pointing at this Mm -hmm. is not only he took that and he took the death that was putting on the fear but he conquered that fear Mm -hmm. that death not just the death of the physical death he did physically die he was dead no heartbeat no nothing he was dead but then mm-hmm. he came back. Yeah. And conquered it. But that was not only that death, the death of the sin, the death of the there, the all the death that Satan manipulated Eve. You surely won't die. Like, yes, you will, just not literally, but you die. Jesus took on that yeah. death. And I don't think people are there. Yeah. Now there's still gonna be fear, but the idea is is understanding that fear of that respect God that yep. you know what, I do fear this. And I do have a little bit of fear of the coronavirus mm-hmm. and I not of the virus itself, but a lot of people I even talked to a lot of feel It wasn't getting the virus, it was a lot of people are not gonna be able to work. Yep. There is a fear how am I gonna pay my bills? How am I gonna provide? Now, yes, there's places that offer food, offer this, but paying mortgage, we might there is a fear. But it's the idea of yes but I trust God more yep. than this. I have it, but God is more powerful than that. Yeah. So it's that perspective I kind of want to give on there. But again, and that's kind of off subject. It was just a random thought, but that's okay. Um, but just going back in what we kind yep. of said.
1: Well, and I, and I love, you know, going going off of that, when we're talking about righteousness, salvation, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned that, uh, Christ died, that He rose from the dead, that He conquered fear, He conquered death, He conquered hell, He conquered the grave. Is is uh, you know when Jesus walked this earth, you know He healed the sick, um, and is that what makes Him God? I mean that's a part of it, absolutely, mm-hmm. um, but it's not all of it, you know. And when He uh, fulfilled the prophecies, that's also a part of what makes Him God. Mm-hmm. But I think the greatest testimony and the greatest thing about Jesus that we can say is what makes him god is, is when his disciples said look i saw a man die and i saw him come back to life and uh, uh that is what makes jesus god that's what puts him above everybody else including ourselves. and that not only that but that once he left he also sent the holy spirit to walk this life with us to where uh where we can do some of these things not because of who we are how great we are uh, but because of how great he is, and as we often say at, at lifelight events, that God would get the glory for it all. Yeah.
0: Um, and we are actually almost out of time again, but I, I actually want to say something here, because yes, there is a fear, especially in the virus, and the income, and things like that, but even there, and if you know me, and know my heart, and know M3, and even moving forward, even change M3, I am really huge on uh, depression and suicide. I am very huge on that. And that is a fear, not a fear in a way. There is a fear of death, but there's a bigger fear of there's no purpose, no hope, nothing. There, I am just here. There is a fear in that. And this is kind of the same thing, and I know it's a different perspective on this, is that law and righteous, well, if God, if God is there, yes, that did just happen. Um, if God is there, then he doesn't care about me. That's not true. That is definitely not true, but it is hard. I, I understand because I've gone through it. I understand the mm-hmm. concept of um, not finding hope, not finding there. It's like, well, I'm searching, I'm searching in there. It, it is a real thing, and it gets harder and harder and harder, and at times it feels like it always grows and doesn't disappear. But what this does and what the idea of is that is a fear where it brings us short. It does. Because when we take that step, which sometimes does seem like an answer, I understand yeah. that perspective. I see that, and I will boldly say that. I do understand that, because I've been there. But that falls short, because it's it's not that we need to continuously seek Jesus in that moment. It's that understanding Jesus is there in that moment.
1: Yeah.
0: He is right there, and He can take over it. That fear, that depression may always be with you, but Jesus is stronger than it. Yep. And He does conquer it. He does live through it. That's good. Yes. So I want to challenge, I'm going to end the show. You prayed last time, I'm going to pray um, this time, but if you are someone that goes through depression or just have a fear or anxiety or don't know Jesus Christ um, or do, but is just struggling with their faith right now, I... I encourage you and reach to you and just pray for you that Jesus is there with you. It's not just seeking Jesus, but Jesus is right there with you just in that moment with that love and that I am just lost in words. But Jesus is there. Um, with that, um, is it okay if I pray, Josh, real quick? Absolutely. All right. Thank you, God, for this moment that we are here, this being able to just have conversation, have Fun. and being able to talk about you without arguments or there just even different perspective but just enjoying discussion but also God I reach I pray and lift those that may be dealing with fear and just struggling with their faith as a believer or non-believer that if there are people there that don't know you that right now they get to know you God and if there's people that have known you but feel distance that they find perspective, then through your word, through just even a strength and faith that they reach closer to you, God. God, I lift everyone up that's listening and those that are not listening that are dealing with the virus, if they're infected or if they're dealing with other issues because of the virus of just financial help, your financial, that you have it under control, that you know what's going to happen, you understand. God, I just thank you and lift you up in all this where as Josh has said many, many times, it is in your glory. You will be glory. Glorified God. Thank you, God. Thank you for this. Thank you for those i the same. Thank you so much. Amen. Alright, guys, like I said, thank you, Josh, for joining us. I will put information that Josh wants me to have um, in there and put it in the description. Uh, thank you, Josh. And guys, like I say, as this is part of M3 Ministries, together we can. Thank you, guys. Thank you, and God bless.